Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Monday, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor, we're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, Monday at 9, 8 central on CBS. All right, folks, here we go. It's week three of the NFL regular season. Your pregame, postgame podcast host, Jim and Mike, for another week here. And uh, we're going to keep coming back until we win a game, Mike. That's, that's how right. we roll. That's how, yeah, that's, that's what the contract says. <laughs> if you says. want us off the air, they're going to have to win. We're going to keep coming <laughs> back until they win. And uh, hopefully that'll be this weekend at Arizona. So we've tried home. We've tried home at day. We've tried home at night. We've tried with Cam. We're probably going to try, as far as we know, on a Wednesday without Cam on the road in the desert. So we'll try all the combinations. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I do not like to lose at home. I do not like to lose at night. I don't, uh, I don't I do like not to lose like on your, Thursdays. I do not like your hat. <laughs> but um, I do think uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Panthers can come up with against Arizona. And we'll talk about what they've got going on. But I think this is more about the Panthers – self-scouting, figuring out what they're doing, getting Panther football together, and then insert opponent into that, don't you think, as far as we got to figure out what we're all about. Right, and we don't – and as we tape this, this is following uh, media availability on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, the status quo for Cam right now, he's getting treatment, he's in meetings, he's paying attention, he's doing everything he needs to do uh, except practice because he has to get – uh, get ready for Sunday. So his status is up in the air day-to-day. We don't know what that means. We do know that Kyle Allen is ready. He's mm-hmm. practiced with the first team today on, on Wednesday. And, you know, everybody liked the fact that, you know, he's dialed in, makes good decisions, he processes well. Um, so, you know, hopefully team is in good hands if, if Kim's not available. But this is, you know, usually around this time you do get that sense of it's really not about them, it's about us. But it's magnified in this case because you just own three while not, you know, it doesn't eliminate you, but you're almost quarter of the way through and you've got three losses. That's, you know, that's tough. And one's against a divisional opponent. But this is a game that, uh, you know, I guess you would perceive, even though Kyle Murray, number one pick in the draft, uh, big-time arm, former Heisman Trophy candidate, uh, new coach, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, you know, you don't want to say they're the lesser opponent, but I think this is a game you did, you know, if, if fans were kind of circling games at the beginning of the year, this was one you, you felt was winnable, and now they need to go out to the desert and do that. Yeah. Now, I think, you know, Arizona is admittedly in a rebuild mode. They're yeah. trying to accelerate it. Of yep. course, they're not trying to not win like Miami. Uh, but they, um, when you draft a quarterback in the top 10, in this case, number one, back to back years, that means you're in rebuild mode. Absolutely. When you, yeah. you go after quarterback no two years in a row. Of course, Josh Rosen, ironically, is in Miami. Uh, but, uh, yeah, college coach, college quarterback, trying to bring a college flavor here, so a different look to the Panthers. We're going spread offense. Spread offense. The ball, they only ran for 20 yards, so, you know, yeah. throw, throw, throw is what they're all about, spread offense with that. You Don't know, you think, th- like, receivers. mayonnaise or, like, Duke's mayonnaise or, like, Miracle Whip should sponsor them? Boy, they're missing out on a great marketing yeah. opportunity if they're not. Um, 
I'm not a Miracle Whip person, so I don't know. I'm not really a big mayonnaise person in general. Even the knockoffs like like Miracle Whip. So I'm more of a mustard guy. <laughs> You're more of a meat and potatoes condiment well, mustard, guy. Mustard, you know, ketchup. I, yeah, some kind of ketchup's yeah. good. Mustard's good. Um, relish. Do you like relish? Yeah, not really. Not really big on relish. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I am kind of limited condiments. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's all right. So you're a mustard and ketchup guy. That's all right. Mostly mustard ketchup guy. But uh, I'll tell you, this um, figuring out what do you have in Kyle Allen, maybe at some point what you've got in Will Greer. I mean, whether it's is he a spot starter, is he a real starter, 16-game starter, is he just a backup, same with Will Greer. you got to start figuring out some of these things. And you hope to, to figure out these things while winning games. You know, that's the whole point. It's not just like let's call up this kid from the minors like the Charlotte Knights sure. being called right. up to the White right. Sox, right? You're trying to win games. And um, well, he, it's the unknown, and we have a small sample size. You know, I mean, he did. I thought he played well. They don't get well to play with the starters in the preseason, right, right. so it's like so you don't really know when right. you're behind the backup blocking, playing against their backup defense, what you got entirely here. And I, even the the Saints win last year was basically a, a preseason game in a right, lot of ways. Right. Well, because yeah. Drew Brees didn't play in that game, and you know, well, a lot of them a lot of the guys play. didn't play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so again, it, it is. It's a hard. You know, it's it's a hard. I don't want to say hard sell, but it, it's 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 the unknown, and when you don't. You know, when you go to a situation, you want to know, you want to find what factors that you're aware of, and so this is going to be a tough one. But it's almost as if, if if they get on the same page, it, it might not matter. You know, because if you know this is a game where you know the veterans are really going to have to show their leadership. Um, this is going to be a game of like every week, one-on-one battles. The offensive line has to, they have to win the the battle, the, the line of the scrimmage. Same thing on defense. I, I think this is a great opportunity for this defense to come out and play like we kind of expected them to play and get four or five sacks and mm-hmm. maybe get a pick or two. Um, you know, you, you envision those scenarios. You envision pressure on the back end, maybe put some pressure in on Kyler Murray, put some coverages in he's not expecting, and, you know, force the kid to think and, and not react and, and make mistakes. I mean, that, that's kind of going to be the game plan going in. And, and then offensively, no matter who the quarterback is, you got to move the ball down the field. And the, the thing that's really hampered this team this year is just they haven't been able to really um, – just haven't really been able to score the touchdown. And, yeah. two, like, granted, two games. Um, well, third down's been horrible. Th- well, third down percentage is terrible. And, and red, red zone's, zone's been was horrible. terrible. And now we look at Cam and go, okay, if he was injured – that probably has a lot to say and do with why these throws have been off, why you're not converting third down, why you're not converting in the red zone, why he's not running. So now the health factor came back into the equation as far as, you know, is, is that why this isn't working? So at least you have, if nothing else, you don't have an MVP in there, but at least you have a healthy quarterback and you know what you're getting into as opposed to a quarterback who's fighting a nagging injury, who's trying to play, but in reality he's not where he needs to be physically. And at this point, the physical maybe starts to men- mess with the mental. Maybe isn't mentally where he needs to be right now. And that's the the big concern right now in, in Charlotte is, you know, what's the future look like? And obviously we can't – we don't have – we you and I left a crystal ball downstairs. We forgot to bring it upstairs with us to, <laughs> when we recorded this podcast. But, you know, I think, I think it is fair to ask these questions, you know, is – you know, I don't think – I personally don't think this is the, the, the last hurrah for Cam. I, I think he still has plenty left in the tank. We can't lose Kemba and Cam in no, just, not like, the same about year. three the, months. No, no. That, that wouldn't, the internet that would, would explode. destroy the city. Um, but, uh, but I think it is fair to ask that question. You know, you look at uh, some of his contemporaries. You know, you know Andrew Luck yeah. has ha- you know, kind of had it. Um, you know, he's had, you know, you could argue, worse injury luck or bad luck, or no, no pun intended here, Uh than Cam has had. But, you know, Cam's had the last three, four years has kind of been, you know, nagging injury after nagging injury. Rob Gronkowski. Um, I mean, not yeah, just I mean, Gronk. I mean, you guys guy. are all like 29, 30 years old, everyone we're talking about here. And, and that, it's a combination of a couple of things, to be quite honest. 
nagging injuries. There's a whole cycle of rehab and fighting right. through, and you're never quite right. And these guys, and the cases we're talking about, all have made a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just But this being, is not 20 years ago when guys maybe had to work in the offseason yeah, or 30 no, years I mean, ago. They're set. They're yeah. set for life. I mean, they got the money. So I'm not saying that means they don't want to play, but it's like you got to wake up and go, well, I really don't have to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. People talk about if they won the lottery, would you go to work? Everyone's like basically says no. These guys yeah. have all won the lottery and have earned the lottery. They've they earned have, it. They've yeah. been handed the lottery. They've earned it. But it's a different era to your point of like, you know, back then, like not only did they have to work in the offseason, they would have to figure out as a, I think it was a Chuck Noll or Chuck Knox. I think it was Chuck Noll. You say now it's time to get on with your life's work. Right. As in you play football for right. a few years, you turn 30. Right. And then you get on with your life's work. That's how the NFL worked back in the 70s. But I get the sense with Cam, just as long as, you know, kind of we've collectively been around him. I mean, I, I, I do get the sense, even, even what he was talking about in the press conference on uh, Thursday after Thursday night's game. I mean, I, deal, I still think. Uh, you know, the elusive prize is still out there for him. And I yeah. think that's still the motivating factor. Yeah, we're not writing him off. I mean, we've no, no, kind no, no, of, no. We, we've kind of said that a couple of times in a couple of different ways here. But we're just talking about let's prepare for the worst, right? Just, we're looking at probably Kyle Allen right now. Let's let's prepare for what if. And then if you get him and he's healthy and he can play, that's great. But right. you, you do have to – it's like buying insurance. You do have to kind of plan right. for the, the storm that might come. Well, because this is not a – this is not a sport where – your you know your average life sp- career span is is that long? I mean, what's it like four and a half years? Yeah. If you're lucky, mm-hmm. I mean, he's doubled that already, uh, and it doesn't matter the position. I mean, it's you know running backs. I mean, we've seen guys come in, have flashes in the pan, and then gone after two or three years. And you see guys you know, like Tom Brady still playing at 42, which is ridiculous. And then, and but he's it, kind of an anomaly. He's he's a beyond. he's he is a he <laughs> is he's an outlier. Yeah. I think is the right way to put that Nobody's one. Right. Doing that in the modern age. But it is it, isn't it though interesting though that. Uh, you know the Panthers aren't the only uh, franchise that their marquee quarterback is is you know now Cam's hopefully on the left side of the scale where it's not that serious but you know you look at uh, you know increasingly worse you know Drew Brees out six to eight weeks Sam Darnold is uh, has got mono so he's out for another six weeks his backup is out for the year uh, yeah Trevor Simeon so now they have. Um, uh, Luke, Luke Falk, Luke Falk, the great yeah. Luke Falk, Luke Falk, who was drafted in the sixth round out of Washington State two years ago, uh, and of course by a it, different team, right? Um, it wasn't even by. I don't think it was even by the. Yeah, Jets. I don't think it was. But uh, but I was getting to uh, the mustache man Minshew. Now, Gardner, uh, Min- Gardner Minshew, Minshew, the yeah. second, yes, the second, yeah, who played at e- briefly at ECU, right. or a couple years at ECU, and was drafted out of the sixth round, Washington State, yep. out of that that you know prolific Mike Leach offense. Yep. And I will say this: the um, it'll be a sad day for the internet when Mike Leach uh, signs off of Twitter oh for the last God. time. Where does he go? Does he go to Roswell? Like where does he <laughs> go? He loves the UFO talk. He does the, He's got a lot of conspiracy theories. No, but then he had this like it was almost uh, if you guys remember. Uh, TC from the 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 morning show at WFNZ way back uh, yeah. with Gary Williams, he d- he did this riff uh, Mike Leach did on the mascots in the Pac-12, and he was talking about the mystical powers of the Sun Devil, and you know <laughs> would a you know would a uh, would a Bruin be able to knock down a tree? And I mean, it was really it That's was awesome. really yeah, it was funny. I haven't heard that. That sounds pretty yeah. Good. He's uh, it, that was within the last like twelve or fourteen hours. You can check that one out. Yeah, he's got Bigfoot theories. He's got all yeah. kinds of great stuff like that. But uh, now Leach is great, but we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Like you said, it's kind of what's been interesting is that last year with the new rules about you can't touch the quarterback, right. you can't take a step, you can't drive him to the ground. That worked. The guys who got hurt were like Jimmy Garoppolo, who was running out of bounds and his knee just went. You know, it kind of did happen that way with Ben Roethlisberger. He just threw the ball and his elbow went. 
Drew Brees was kind of a freak thing, hit his thumb right. on a helmet. So it's kind of like that. So the rules have worked to preserve the quarterbacks. But on the other hand, you know, some of these guys are 37, Roethlisberger. Brees is, what, 40, I think? Yeah, now? I mean, he's getting old. I mean, yeah, both those guys are on the north side of 35. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's. And the way Cam plays is as an older bodied quarterback right. because of. He's basically, we talk about running back lifespans end around 30. He's more like a running back than a quarterback because of the way he's played through his career. You know, I, I said this the first year, uh, his first year in 2011 on the postgame show, and uh, it's, I think it's as true now as it was then. Um, and I've always said Cam Newton is a football player that plays quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and not only because he could play every position, but, you know, I mean, he just had power and strength. And, uh, you know, I mean, how many times have we seen him, you know, break free – on what would be 15-yard losses, and all of a sudden it's you know a 30-yard gain. And meanwhile, he's like shoving down the cornerback or the safety. That's that's the only guy left to you know. I mean, it's it's remarkable. But you know, it, it's going to be interesting. I because I, I think the future for him, you know, I think there's going to be a transition for him. I mean, if he's able to last until he's 35, 36, 37, uh, you know, I think I don't know that you'll ever completely take that that run game away from him. I mean, I think that's just who he is, but uh, he is going to have to, I think, and we've talked about this, a lot of people have talked about this, I mean, it, he's going to have to transition to be more comfortable and, and more traditional in the, in the pocket than maybe we've seen from him in the last couple of years. Yeah, and he's just never been, even when healthy, the most accurate right. passer. He's yeah. had his moments, obviously being an MVP, he had some accuracy at some time, but now that's starting to get a little far away. That was four years ago now. So it's not. But like you know what's a, interesting, a too? Um, I, I heard someone say this today, uh, you know, it's interesting about Devin Funches um, and the fact that he wasn't, you know, they, they released him and he wasn't able to kind of stick here because, you know, when, when Cam does miss, generally it's higher. So when you have that 6'5 wide receiver in the, the higher radius. But, um, but I mean, last year was one of his most ac Cam's accurate seasons. And a lot of that had to do with, you know, the Christian system. McCaffrey and yeah. the system. And, the, and, the North and system. The North system. Take what the defense gives you. Right. And that was before he had Christian McCaffrey, North Adam on the uh, fantasy team. <laughs> Which I hope uh, North still has him on there because if we don't have Cam, we at least want Christian to come right. back, and he'll probably have bigger numbers this week against Arizona. So it should be fun. Hopefully get out there, get a win, and all will be all right. It's, it's amazing. If you come back, you get a win, how just that can change everything. But well, yeah, I mean, look, uh, and this is, you know, let's put Captain Captain Obvious hat on. I mean, you know, look, one and two is significantly better than 0 and three. But it's not it's not the record. It, it's I think it's – the feeling in that locker room. I don't think you know. There was an article. Just you know, that if they lost the how to win in the building. I don't. I don't think that's true. Uh, but what I do think is, uh, you are getting to that point though, where you got to start to 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 show yourselves in that locker room that you can can win a game. And that's why I think this week is is so critical because you know the, the you know seven out of last eight last year, and then O two to start this year. Um, I mean, I think it'd be unnatural if there wasn't a little bit of self-doubt creeping and you just got to be able to push that off to the side and, and keep remembering you know and it, look it's this is going to come down to each player not to sound like, like a Bill Belichick clone but every guy in that locker room has got to do their job yeah you know if your job is to, to beat the man in front of you do that if your job yeah. is to get 10 years down the field and, and get open get open and, and Greg Olson was talking about that today but you know it, when you talk about protections on the offense it's not just the offensive line it's the wide receivers getting open it's the running backs chipping at the right time and getting into their their slots or getting you know eight yards of carry instead of two yards of carry and, it, and it's the quarterback being accurate and making the right decision so and that's what that's what I think what makes football one of the, the best team sports out there is um, you know basketball one player two players can dominate 
you know, in football, yes, a quarterback has a big influence, but if everybody's clicking on the same page, you know, you're tough to beat. No, I think the biggest key in football is the offensive line. If you, yeah. you could take a, a Gardner Minshew, if you give him a really good offensive line and time to throw, I've heard this from every quarterback has ever played the game in the NFL. Well, look at the Ravens; they can all make the throws. Yeah, look they the, can all make the throws, but it's just like you've Trent Dilfer is a time. Super Bowl winning quarterback. You I mean, that's not a him, knock you've got to give him timing. Brady needs a pocket. Drew Brees needs a pocket. Yeah. And it, it, again, there are breaches, there's blitzes, but those guys are good at just like boarding the play and throwing it in the ground. But you've got to have a great offensive line. And the Panthers, that's a lot of new players being put together and had some trouble on the left side in this past game with Daryl Williams. So hopefully they can get that figured out. So see what happens this week, Mike. We're just kidding. We'll do it win or lose. We'll keep yeah. doing it all season <laughs> yeah, long. All, all season long. As often as we can in the off season because what else are we going to do? Talk football and uh, – Well, we could drive the orange tractor that's bringing this auto to the field. We are. We're looking out over the field as the stadium uh, field is being resod. They're taking advantage of the, the break in the games here and some good weather. So hopefully uh, we can tear up the sod in these end zones when we get back for Jacksonville here in a couple of weeks. So until then, that's it for the pregame, postgame podcast show. Monday, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor, we're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, Monday at 9, 8 central on CBS.